BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're like, we don't want to be losers and annoying. We don't want to be Justin Bieber. Yeah, well, we won't do it anymore. <laughs> the moment I'm like, I'm a fucking loser, <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> this is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. All right, you guys, I miss Summer House. I do. <laughs> what am I going to do? So Paige DeSorbo is here with me, you guys, looking Hello. like summer. I got dressed up for you. I just Today was a day where I, I was like, I'm going to shower today. Let's see how that goes. Wait, <laughs> let's show everyone your long hair because oh my it's long. It's so long. Oh my God, your gardener is just like chilling in the back background. What's happening? That's my friend. <laughs> but also <laughs> the gardener. But also the gardener. Um, so Paige's hair is long. Mm-hmm. New hair, new you. I wasn't planning on it, but since COVID, I'm just like, I'm letting her do her thing. So this is your hair naturally growing out. You didn't cut it. You didn't trim it. Nothing. Hannah wants me to shave my head. Have Hannah shave her head. She said she's been watching all these videos on TikTok and every girl who shaves her head is just so cool. And she really wants me to try it. (laughs) Tell her it's more her vibe than your vibe to shave a head. I would never be cool enough to shave my head. Paige is in, let's just give a little like um, context to where Paige is. She's in the Hamptons in your family house. No. So my boyfriend rented a house with two of his friends and they're going to be here all summer. So I moved in in the beginning of May and I've been living with uh, three boys. But you're, you're used to that. You're used to living with boys that like aren't your boyfriend. I am used to it, but this is, it's a whole different feeling because everyone's like working all day and everyone's on phone calls and like trying to get into uh, a quiet. And honestly, if there were cameras in here, it would be the sequel of Summer House. <laughs> so A, like, I'm sorry, Bravo, but it's a nicer house than the Summer House <laughs> house. Like TBH though. TBH, like I, we're starting from this for a second because we have a lot to talk about, but about the Summer House house, like you seem like the type of person that is like, I won't say high maintenance, but like likes nice things, likes like clean sheets. I like, I'm accustomed to being accommodated. So how do you deal with like how gross it seems like at least the summer house house gets and the alcohol and the stickiness and the people and the beer and the stuff? So I'm usually a pretty neat person, but when I'm not, if I make the mess, then I'm fine with it. But if I'm just 
home and like my own apartment. Like my clothes are neat. Everything's neat. So there was even an episode where someone like, didn't a couple like have sex or like this girl got eaten out on your bed? I mean, that (laughs) one of the craziest things. Because, okay, also I'm a very, like, I get it. You get horny at parties, you're drinking, you have fun. I'm all for like, take your boyfriend wherever. If you're my friend, totally use my bedroom. But people that I've never, like, I don't know, I'm just like the audacity. The, uh, but also, Paige, you're 20, what, six, is it? Yeah, I'm 27. 27. So when mm-hmm. you say like, get horny at par- isn't that like college? Like, that's like, yeah, yeah that's like college, right? Now, you're like, okay, let's go home. Because yeah. obviously we can't be in public. But right. I think they were younger because I think they were friends of Jules. And Jules was 25. So I think they were younger. And did you change your sheets? We did. We changed our sheets. Well, they were on our, on top of our comforter. That's not that's not a that's not enough. Like that's not enough. Now now I'm having flashbacks. That I'm like, I was surprised. Yeah, I actually don't know if we washed our sheets. Because <laughs> no, that's what I'm remembering is that I was surprised by you because like Hannah, so someone said like, no, it's just in the top sheet. You're like, oh, the top sheet. Like, I'm like, <laughs> the top sheet? Gross. <laughs> Everything goes out the window once you get into the summer house. I feel like you do things you'd never do. You'd say things you'd never do. And I slept on like sex sheets. So tell me how I mean you're this was your second season on Summer House so you were new the third season and now you were like an OJ but how did how did how did it happen that you got on the show it was so weird because one I'm like very big into manifesting and I was working at ABC News in their production company and I was like I want to get on TV how do I get on TV And then randomly, one of my girlfriends just texted me and was like, hey, Bravo reached out to me. They're casting for the show. Would you ever be interested? And my immediate feeling was, oh my God, I can't be on a reality show. I'm not built to get criticism or hate. And then I ran it by my parents and my dad was like, you have to do it. And then we did the interview process and I actually didn't get picked. I was not going to be on it, but um, I think a girl dropped out or something. And then two weeks before they called me and they're like, do you want to sign a contract? And I was like, sure. And so then that's how I got on. Wait. So when you say you were manifesting, I want to be on TV, you didn't mean reality. You meant like what, be like an Emmy winning actress all of a sudden? <laughs> I did I certainly didn't mean reality. And I didn't No, I could have never been an actress, but I... Always wanted to do television hosting. Like my dream was always to be on E! News. Same. So I was like, okay, I'll just do this and see what happens. But the reality TV world is such a, such a world of its own that I wasn't prepared. But I, I do like it. Wait, did you watch Summer House before? Did you know? I did. Like, really? Wait, did you not know that you could like apply? No, I didn't mm. know how any of that worked. Mm. You were just manifesting. I was just manifesting. I was just like, hey, I want to be on TV. And the world was like, here you go. That's amazing. I did watch it before and I find it so interesting when people go on reality TV and they're like, I've never seen this show. I think that's the biggest lie ever. It's the biggest lie. Yes, you have watched it. And I used to watch it with my mom. And whenever I saw Amanda on camera, I'd always be like, I feel like her and I would be friends. I feel like deep down, she's just a nice girl. And so then when I met her, it was like instantaneous that we just 
kind of hit it off. That's, but you, yeah. Cause I'm just remembering who the last person that said that they didn't watch and it was Luke. Um, but I believe him. No, like, do, do we believe him? <laughs> I actually do believe him because, <laughs> because he just is in his own world. So like out of a movie. I was telling Paige when she um, we started the Zoom and, and she was in the Hamptons in the backyard. And and I just had a flashback to Luke when I had him on my show and he was on a bench in the woods in Minnesota with a like bandana here, just like, hey, what's up? And he literally put his phone in his crotch and still looked good <laughs> that it was like up his nostrils. No one cared. I'm going to say it. I'm going to be Nick Vial. It was like my best episode. I was like, all I need is a hot guy. And like, bitches were dying, Paige. Yeah. Can you? I need your input on that. I did like a full face beat for mine. <laughs> Put a fucking flower on my shoulder. And he's just like, what's up? This is me. I love that he's himself. Yeah, I, I agree. He told me, and I think girls love that too, because they were like, mm -hmm. he's hot and he's a person. You know, they like <laughs> die. Like, they, it's it's like people don't believe that you can be like good looking and like you say things that are normal. I, I can't explain to you. You know, in Mean Girls, when they talk to Katie Heron and she, they're like, you're an alien. Like, do you even know anything? That's how I feel about Luke. I feel like he's just like an alien. I know. He told me about the TikTok thing that he was like, because everyone had the cool TikToks for your reunion promo. Yeah. Where you like jumped into an outfit and he was like, they asked me to do it. And I was like, no, like, no. Oh, I didn't even actually realize that he didn't do one. He didn't do one. And then he also told me that he did the reunion from like his parents attic and he was freezing because there was no like heater in Minnesota mm -hmm. and I was like wow like that's legit but um so I do want to obviously get your opinions about uh the Luke and Hannah stuff uh later so you manifested you got on the show your first <laughs> season you had a thing with Carl mm -hmm. and you were pretty like positive about him this season you said he was a good kisser you mm -hmm. You were like, you, you left that little shindig, whatever you had with positive feelings towards him. Like you never felt like ill, right? Towards him. Yeah. I felt like, I'm, I, I feel like as I get older, I'm just more mature about relationships. Like three years ago, if it didn't work out with a guy, I'd be like, you need to never exist. And like, I need to never see you again. And you're blocked and deleted. Now I'm kind of like, you're this type of way and I'm this type of way and both are totally fine. We just don't mesh together. I don't like dislike you as a human, but you're just not mine. So with Carl, I feel like we had so many differences on what we thought was a good relationship and what next steps and moving forward really means. Um, but I, by no means do I think he's like a bad person. And I do think the day he does get a girlfriend and gets married, he will be an amazing husband and dad. He's just not my husband or my children's dad, you know? <laughs> so what did you think? Cause I have to be honest, I can be cynical, but I, I mean, I, I think I know your answer to this, but I want to hear why I was sort mm -hmm. of like, if anyone can bring Carl around, like, Maybe it is Lindsay. Did you yeah. feel that or did you feel the opposite? So I was actually talking about this the other day. When I first, when it was first confirmed that they were hooking up or they were trying something out, my initial thought was, wow, they're perfect for each other. 
like oh. they are the yin and yang to each other because she can be she can be so full of life and so like loud and energetic and so can he but they can also like switch I feel like they would balance each other really well I feel like they didn't work out because Lindsay is a has a very strong personality where I partly think it's like her way or the highway and any guy that she's with is kind of agrees with that where I don't think Carl can be tamed. Mm. She needs more of like a yes man. Yeah. Like she's so alpha, I feel like. And, you know, Carl, I just don't know, could live up to her standards. Yeah, but Paige, it exploded way before they got to that point. Like it was like a day. They didn't even get to like... (laughs) It was four minutes and they'd broken up. <laughs> it was, and I think that I mean, did you hear any rumors about it, like kind of being for the show or no? Um, I mean, there's, I feel like there's always rumblings of that regarding yeah. anyone's storyline, like oh right. she's doing the show or oh she's doing this for camera camera or storyline. But with Lindsay, I really don't feel like that because Lindsay does put like her entire any relationship out on TV. You can ask her, like she'll talk about anything. So I don't. I wouldn't see them doing that. And also, I don't know if Carl would be like the person to like hatch a plan and be like, let's do this for cameras. I I mean, I agree with you. I think they like in an ideal world, it would be like, wow, two best friends. But but obviously a day later, it was like he it's like he his mind. He knows her. He knows what she's looking for. But then he was like, oh, you're looking for that? That's weird. Right. Like, how do you not know? And I feel like he got so nervous because however long in they were, then he was like, I actually don't want this. And I think all of his anxiety came from telling her, like, I want to go back to being friends. And he didn't know how to go about it. And that's what ended up like ticking her off. I feel like if he had pulled her aside and was like, I think you're great. I just don't see this she might have reacted better where he just like immediately went into, I'm going to invite another girl out for the weekend. And like, it just got messy. Yeah. I have to tell you, my husband usually doesn't watch reality TV with me, but I made him watch Summer House with me. I was like, listen, you're going to like it. It's not like, it's like Hamptons. It's fun. And he got into it and you're his fave. Oh, I love that. Thank you. But I'll tell you why. (laughs) Like, don't take it as a compliment too quick. No, I'm just kidding. Um, because he is like so like not cons- he's pretty conservative and like he's a jealous husband. You know, he's not one of those where he's like, show your tits. He's like, wear a sweater, you know, he's like one of those. So I think he really appreciates you, you know, having a boyfriend and like always respecting him. And you're not conservative, but you're not like wild. Like, no, you're wild in a fun way, but you're not like, you're not a hoe. Yeah. I don't go, I don't take it overboard. I feel like I know my limits. I also feel like before I came onto the summer house, I was 26 when I started and I had done like all my partying. Like, I feel like I had really partied enough for three people where I don't know if everyone else had those party years. So that's why they continue to get older and still want to party where I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I, I can't anymore. I feel the same as you. And I felt that even getting to college when people got to college and they were like, you know, drugs, alcohol. And I was into it too, but I was like, 
I grew up in the city. Like we did drugs when we were 15, like relax. Like I don't need to leave my mom's house to like do things. And, but I feel like that continues with people that are like, I mean, I don't want to get too into that, but like people that are just for the first time at this age, you know, trying certain drugs or whatever. And then they're like, so into it where, let me tell you, if you try it when you're 15, you get over it pretty quick. I feel like that's kind of the same for me. I definitely like had those party years in college. And then even when I moved to New York and I lived with like two of my girlfriends at 21, I mean, we went out every single night for four years. So I was like, I, I like, I can't go out anymore. Wait, where so, did you go to college? I went to college in Albany and I lived home in college. Um, I went to the College of St. Rose. So right when I graduated. You lived home. Yeah, right when, but my parents were, were like, you're in college, like do what you want. So I was never home any weekend and I would sleep out wherever. So then when I moved to New York, I was like, wow, I'm really living on my own. And I, let me tell you, I really lived it up. Those first couple of years. <laughs> Wait, and now you're dating Perry, right? How old is he? So Perry is 37. So it's a bit, it's 10 years is a lot. It's definitely a lot. And it's, I feel like a lot of our differences are just like, oh, well, I just haven't experienced this yet. So it's definitely hard. But, and he wants, he's like ready to settle down. It's not that he's like ready, like he would get married tomorrow. He's just... The same way where I feel like I'm kind of slowly done partying, he's, you know, really at that place where he's like, I'm just not going out till 3 a.m. That's just like not something I want to do. I want to wake up the next morning and work out. Where I'm not there yet, but um, so we're on like different ends of the spectrum, but I'm definitely moving in that direction. So how did he feel about watching? Did he watch this season with you? Mm -hmm. He watches every episode. He loves it. He was proud of you. He's very proud of me. And he's just like realistic. He's like, when I was 27, I lived in a house in the Hamptons with a bunch of guys and it was 10 times worse than this. I would never deprive you of doing that because it's some of the most fun years you'll ever have. So he was like, oh, live with your friends for the summer. Like that's, you know, I did it. Why shouldn't you? So he's very understanding in terms of that. And why did he not want to ever come? Because he didn't want to be on TV. So it's so funny because when I first did my first season, he was my friend, obviously, and he'd watch all the episodes with me. And then when we started dating, he... Oh, I I didn't know you knew him from before. Yeah, I knew. I was friends with him for like two years before. Oh, wow. This part of my life and like loved that I did this. Um, But he runs a financial technology company and it's just, they're just not in like the reality TV space. And I would never want someone to do something they didn't want to do. Like I signed up for this and believe it or not, reality TV is just not everyone's thing. So, and he's just not very private. Doesn't he own the the Italian place? Yep. He owns Sauce Pizzeria, Sauce Restaurant. And um, that's kind of like his side thing. Him mm. and his business partner own that. And then he's the CEO of a financial technology company, which I have no idea what they do. But <laughs> So don't ask me, which is funny. Because I remember Hannah was putting up stories of uh, of going there a lot. And she's such a hoe because I asked her, I was like, wait, that looks so good. Like, she's like, oh my God, it's so good. And she like promoted it to me and never told me like, <laughs> it's Paige's boyfriend's. And I went. Yeah. I went like based on like the pictures that, that she posted that looked so yummy. Um, so it's really good. Uh, but I only later I was like, oh, that's, that's a uh, Perry, like, 
my BFF yeah. Perry's. Yeah. He does like the business side of it. And then his partner is more of like the food side of it. Mm. So it's really good. Um, yeah. And you guys are living together in New York? So in New York, we have separate apartments, but we've been quarantining together now for a month, which honestly, it's very good prep. And it's easier than I thought. Like I was, I thought I was going to be like, oh my God, I can't live with someone. Really? But it's honestly not bad. He knows that I need my own space. So I have an, a bedroom that's just mine where like all my clothes are and I go in there and I'm like, I need a minute. And then we have like our bedroom together. He's like, okay, do whatever you need. You psycho. <laughs> that's really understanding. Yeah. I drop you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But I do want to talk to you about, because we talk about Lindsay and Carl, and uh, I know Hannah's your BFF, and your friendship is so cute. Thank you. Um, and we can talk about Giggly Squad for for a second later, because I wanted to know, because I remember, yeah, I would just wanted to know, like, who said bad things about it and who said good things about <laughs> it, because I know that there were some, like, you said you didn't like Giggly Squad things. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, and and I hope everyone knows for a second how it started. The name. Yeah. Because it's because of, uh, what's his face? Kyle. It's, yeah. The first episode he said to Amanda, and you're over here laughing with the giggly squad. And <laughs> Hannah and I both were like, oh my God, that's amazing. And we like remembered it all summer and knew we were going to start a podcast at some point together. And then when quarantine happened, we were like, let's just go live and see what happens. And like, we're a giggly squad. And that's... Yeah. We hope that Kyle doesn't come after us one day and like tries to trademark it. But we'll oh my God, <laughs> legit. I remember that episode and I actually, I wasn't team Amanda, but I remember trying to put myself in Amanda's shoes. Mm-hmm. Not Kyle. Kyle was annoying. I'm saying Amanda. And like, I kind of felt bad for her just because like she is part of that duo. And I remember even telling Hannah, I was like, Hannah, like, that was kind of not cool to Amanda. But then Hannah was like, listen, you didn't see the like 17 hour Kyle yelling at us, like, and how weird that was. And also Amanda's like one of those girls where she hates awkward situations. I mean, so do Hannah and I, but like, I feel like the way she copes with awkward situations is kind of like looking at Hannah and I and laughing with us. So I could tell that the conversation about the wedding was making her uncomfortable. So we were kind of on the sideline trying to diffuse it and like laugh about something, maybe change the subject. And then Kyle just went crazy. But you and Amanda got really, really close this mm-hmm. summer. Like closer even than than the previous year. Yeah, we definitely got a lot closer because we were both in serious relationships. Hannah was, you know, trying like charming Luke and chasing that. And so it was kind of just the two of us. And everyone loves to go out after we have parties and go out Fridays and Saturdays. And we kind of need one night off. So everyone would go out and we would just be home alone and we have the best time. We would eat everything, lay in bed, watch like Instagram videos. And yeah, we just naturally got really close. And that's cool with like producers and stuff. You're like, hey, remember I signed up to like party? No, (laughs) staying in and going on Instagram. 
yeah, which is a dream, but it's definitely they want you to be you. Like they can't force you to do anything. You yeah. know, they'd never be like, you have to go out tonight. Yeah. And half the time we go out, they aren't filming it anyway. So mm. like, I'm not like most of the stuff happens at the house and yeah. like you guys go to dinner and I, I mean, I would be this, I'd be like dinner and, and, and home. Dinner is also so long. Like we sit at those dinners for a really long time and then, and you're, we're fighting at most of them. So then I'm exhausted. Like fighting physically takes a toll on my body. Like I get anxious after I'm just like, so I can't fight and then turn it off and like be cool. I have to like decompress from whatever happened. Um, so I went home a lot. I I'm, like, I'm having a flashback to like your, one of the last, I mean, I guess fights where you were just, you went off on Lindsay and like she was like this I don't know if it I don't think it was editing but she, I'm pretty sure she didn't answer you she didn't I don't think she answered in the moment either so why did you flip out at her because she because she was trying to like come between you and Hannah you felt um so it was really more of like a build-up over time of things I feel like I've never said or things that have been like pent up and I for me, like you can call me a lot of things and I am a lot of things, but I just got so enraged at the thought of her trying to say like, maybe I was a bad friend to Hannah mm. or like I wasn't being real to Hannah and that just, I couldn't get over it. Cause I was like, I know that I can be a bitch and I can do all of these things, but I know for a fact that I'm not a bad friend to Hannah and anything I said to her behind her back or to Amanda or anything, I would say right to her face and have. And I was just trying to look out for her. And I don't, I mean, I get that Lindsay was very excited when her, when Luke and Hannah hooked up. Cause like your girl's like hooking up with a guy and same. And I feel the same way, but I just was like, eh, I don't know if this is a good fit. But I tell me if I'm wrong, that my hunch about Lindsay has always been like, she's not in the like, you know, she never became besties really with any of the girls. Yeah. And, and you guys have more. I'm trying not to use the word click, but I'm yeah. just using different words. Um, but it always seemed to me, I'm like, oh, she's doing her own thing. Like she's cool with it. Like it never seemed to the, an outsider that she was like, and, and I also think it would be human nature to be jealous, you know, if she was not human nature to destroy relationships or be an asshole, but to be like, oh, like they got so close and they vibe and they have the same thing. And I'm like kind of in and out and no one really like is so obsessed with me. Right. But I always felt like she was like confident enough and independent enough to like be cool with the status quo that she had with like the girls. I thought that too. And because since last season or my first season, I didn't really know anything that happened behind the scenes with Lindsay and Amanda. But if you look back into like the previous seasons, it was always like Lindsay and the twins. And then Amanda was kind of on the outside. Mm -hmm. So then when we came in and we were the same age as Amanda and we kind of just naturally got along, it's basically just the reverse of what happened previous seasons. And, you know, they would, they unfollowed Amanda. They like wouldn't invite her places. We mm -hmm. always, Whenever we do something, we always invite Lindsay. And also Hannah, Amanda, and I never hang out. Like, <laughs> we love being home. So we'll like text, but like we never go do things. We're like, that would be insane. I don't want a friend who asks me to go do things. Oh my God. Thank you. Can I just say, I was yesterday talking to my sister about it. My friend texted me like, 
you know, it's too bad we haven't seen each other in a while. Like we should meet up at the park. And I told my sister, I never want to meet her at the park (laughs) ever in my life. Like, no, like I have no desire ever to meet her at the park or anyone really. Like, I I can go to the park, but I want to leave after five minutes. I don't want to meet you there. I don't want to sit there with you. It is... Thank you. You made me feel so much better. I didn't know if I was just crazy. If my friendship is like contingent on hanging out every so often, I don't want it. Like I don't want it. I need. Oh my god, I love you. Friendship that if I don't talk to you for three weeks, you still know we're friends. I've just been busy. No, but it's also you know we can be funny about it. But I really think you know that friendship is more than the you know, let's have a dinner date and put it in our diaries because you do that. And you're in New York. I was living out of New York for a few years. I got back and I had to like make plans in advance and two weeks out and put in my diary and meet at sushi places. And I was just like, you know, it's nice, but like, that's not friendship to me. Friendship is like sending each other things on Instagram, you know, FaceTiming about a stupid thing, you know, um, So I love that version. Yeah. And I feel like that's what Hannah and I have. We, I mean, well, obviously because of all of this happening, we haven't seen each other, but we never will plan a dinner like a Friday night. Yeah. If we have group dinners, we always text each other. Hannah's always like, I'm going to be late. And I say, great, because I'm going to leave early. (laughs) (laughs) So see, so you're not like, so you're ready to settle down, babe. Like, I'm sorry yeah. to break it to you. You're an old lady. I know. It's okay. kind of scary. I want to talk about Hannah and Luke and get that out of the way, which I'm sure, like, I know you're BFF, so we're not going to, you know. But I mean, honestly, there's not... I mean, there's nothing actually bad to say about either of them. And I love Hannah too. But um, I was, as a viewer, Mm -hmm. obviously Luke, to me, he's universally hot. Someone so told me like, no, he's not. And I was like, are you, she was gay. But I was like, you can put that aside and just be objective. So he's obviously universally hot. And he came in with the hots for Hannah. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, obviously at first, I remember she was like trying to be like, I don't know, but then was like into it, Avi. Mm -hmm. And then the sex thing came up, which is like weird that it's a discussion. I agree with him on that. Like the fact that it was a a breakfast bacon (laughs) thing is like weird. But at the same time, it's also weird for two people who are attracted to each other and to each other not to have sex. So I want to know your whole thing about it and why you weren't, I guess, so supportive or wanting that for Hannah. So just in terms of like TV stuff, we have to talk about everything. Like you're not getting by any summer without being something being brought up that you're uncomfortable with. So like us asking them if they've had sex, it's like, yeah, well, everyone's going to wonder when they're watching the TV show. So like we're wondering too. Mm. And like I... I would put it in terms of like Hannah or um, Kyle and Amanda. They have to talk about everything on their relationship. I mean, he cheated on her on national television and like they had to talk about it. So I get that Luke was uncomfortable, but that's just like what you signed up for. So I didn't really feel bad about that. But 
there were just a few things that I saw from him that I was like, oh, I don't know if like my best friend should get caught up on in this. One, I think it was cute that he was flirting with her, even though he knew she had Armand. But, and they kept it very platonic and PG and whatever. And then when she was done with Armand, I feel like he totally changed his tune. Like, he was mm. like, well, now I'm talking to someone. And I was like, okay, whatever. And he was like, I'm open and honest. But like, no, you weren't because we had to drag that out of you that you were talking to someone. Right. And then they were hanging out all week, like all the time. And him saying, I don't want to sleep with you because I don't want to complicate things. I just felt like was a tactic of, I want, I don't want to date you but I don't want you to go out and get anyone else. But Paige, it still doesn't make sense to me why he wouldn't sleep with her. It's still, I still don't, I still don't get it. Cause I'm like, not complicate things, but Hannah's literally being like, let's have fun and have sex. Right. I think he didn't want to look like a bad guy. That's what I think. He had sex with her and then didn't pursue anything. On TV. On TV. Exactly. But she didn't want that in general. She didn't want to date him. They could have had sex once and then never talked again. She would have been fine. But I don't think he wanted to look like a bad guy. That's, I mean, I'm pretty sure I said this somewhere. Not to his face. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) That would have been badass of me. But... (laughs) Cause that's what he said to me too. He was like, I, I, you know, it's already complicated. And to me, I'm like, you like each other. You're attracted to each other. You have a good time. It doesn't make sense. Like, unless you don't have a penis or like something weird. Um, and I was like, maybe he has a family and a wife. (laughs) (laughs) And, and that's what I thought too. I said, IRL, he wouldn't have probably been able to, to not do that. And maybe because he's on a show and not to say that he's like, you know, put on a whole front, but maybe right. because he's on a show, I thought too, like he knows everything is discussed. And if they do have sex, you're going to talk about it. And if he's a dick after the sex, but still that's some willpower, like to right. just not penetrate, you know, this whole time. And then part of me was, I thought the same thing. And I kind of at one point was like, okay, I get it. We are on a TV show. Maybe he doesn't want to look bad. Let's see what happens when we're done filming. And Still no penetration. Right. So then I was like, oh my God. So did he like her at all? Like then I started to second guess it too. And Hannah and I have talked about it. It's also like a roller coaster of emotions for her, which is exactly what I didn't want her to have to go through of like, well, I don't know if he likes me. I don't do we want, does he want something or like, are we going to hook up? You know, it's just, it was like so many questions. And I was like, we don't need that. This is my feeling about Luke. I think he loves Hannah. I think he thinks she's super cool and fun. She makes him laugh, like all this shit. And as women, we know like dudes love having like a girl in their lives that they can like talk to about stuff like he has sisters he loves that shit mm-hmm. um apparently he's a chatterbox i didn't know that before and i feel like hannah like really fills that role for him mm-hmm. and that's why i did agree with you you know when you were worried for her because i feel like she even without knowing it like and and she'll you know she's a strong woman and she can hold mm-hmm. her own and and whatever. But I feel like even without knowing it, he's like sucking her in, yeah. you know, to his world, but not giving her. And he, he's like enjoying this, like oh, I have this girl, I can Facetime her five times a day, I can talk to her about everything. She's yeah. funny, she's cool, we can make out. But like 
what are you, but he wants that role. And I guess that like is enough for him at this point in his life. I totally agree too. I always felt like he loved her as a person. He loved having her as her as a friend, but I never wanted her to not talk to someone else or not mm. someone else. Cause she was like caught up in him. And he kind of, I mean, he does have her caught up. And then even when he hears like, she's talking to someone, he like brings it up and it's like, Oh, mm. like are you talking to someone? It's like, yeah, but like, we're not dating. We're not, you know? So do you think she secretly loves him? <laughs> yes. I think he definitely, I think at some point if he started to act right and was like, do you want to date? And like they started having sex, I think she would definitely date him. I think so too. I think she secretly loves him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, listen, he's fucking likable. Yeah. Do you actually not like, I know Amanda was like triggered by him city. Like she yeah. was, wow. But it didn't seem like you like had any... Like, you were just worried about Hannah. Yeah, I don't, like, dislike him as a person at all. I've hung out with him many times, like, when we were done filming. He's great to have, like, around. He adds in, like, a quirky sense of humor. He, like, says things and you're like, what the fuck does that have to do with literally anything? <laughs> like, talking about maple syrup for, like, an hour. I'm like, where did this last hour of my life go? So, like, <laughs> I like him as a person. I was just, I'm, and I'm usually very good at reading people. And for some reason, I could never get like a read on him. I was like, is he like actually really smart and we're all dumb? Or is he like dumb and he uh-huh. is playing the game? Like I could never tell. And, but he is like a genuinely nice guy. But I just knew that Hannah would get involved with him and he would do some like rigmarole or something and she'd get but like. Paige, you were like more than just a little worried. Like you cried. well then it started to bubble up because I was like then after I felt like Hannah wouldn't tell me anything about him and like was only telling Lindsay and had like the next morning I was like did you hook up with him like I'm still your friend I still want to know like the dirty details so then I started to get really hurt that like I was like oh my god now she's not even talking to me about it and I've lost Mm. my friend over this like I don't even give a shit about this guy enough to lose my friend and that's really why I cried. And probably you were drinking also. Oh, of course. Yeah. No, that was really sweet though, because I could tell that you cared a lot. And and you always said like, this shit isn't going to ruin right. my friendship. But you guys got really, really emotional. And I mean... So emotional. To the point where like our producers actually were crying. Because they were like, that's one of the realest moments we've uh-huh. ever seen to have because no one planned on crying yeah but but because hannah was very honest she told amanda like you're obviously projecting which i like that she said that like in her face but um and i could tell that hannah and amanda were drifting and and even hannah to me amanda had a lot of little little digs at her that like even as a viewer i noticed like you know, she said Hannah only talks about herself. Like she had some issue with her this summer. What do you think it was so much? Hard because the three of our friendship is our humor is very sarcastic. So like I could walk by you and be like, you're a fucking bitch. And like, <laughs> but we know that we're joking with each other. But sometimes I think Amanda said things and they actually really hurt Hannah. But Hannah couldn't say like, wait, are you being serious or are you joking? And mm. Amanda was like, I'm joking. 
but something did hurt Hannah. And then I felt like that just built up over time. And that's kind of where the animosity was. And I never wanted Hannah to feel like she couldn't vent to me about Luke because she would definitely tell Amanda and I certain things. And then we'd be like, ah, but then her and Luke would be fine. But every girl does that. Every girl does that. A million times. I'd be like, no, actually, he's just stressed. Like. My friend is like, okay, well, you said you fucking hated him yesterday. I'm like, but it's because he's stressed. So I just never wanted her to feel like she couldn't still vent to us. And I felt like Amanda was making it a little hard for Hannah to continue to vent because Amanda was like, well, then you shouldn't be with him. And was very matter of fact. And it's hard to be on the other side taking advice from Amanda who forgave a serial cheater. Right. So that was... And Hannah always said, like, our relationships, mine with Luke and yours with Kyle, is so uncomparable because we're not dating. How are people comparing it, though? It's like... I didn't even get it. It's like, okay, this happens on Summer House. This happens on Summer House. But... So they're, they have a date, right? Kyle and Amanda. They have a date. It's in September, but I have no idea what's happening. going to happen? Yeah, Amanda, we obviously had to cancel her bachelorette and her bridal shower was canceled. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. it sucks. Um, speaking of Luke, it, him and Jules were new this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like blended in, which is also annoying. Like who comes on a show just so easily? Like no one even knew he was new. It's like, he just no, like, no one. no one cares. Like he's just there. And Jules had a really like hard time. Mm-hmm. She was up your asshole. <laughs> I was concerned. I think she felt the most comfortable with me because I think she felt like we had the most things in common. So like when like the other both like clothes, right. like what else? It was just kind of like an effortless thing. Like we would talk about makeup and we talk about boys and we talk about clothes and stuff. And I just feel like she felt like we were the most similar, but it's hard. I mean, girls are fucking tough. It's tough. I mean, even though I came in with Hannah, like I was still petrified of Lindsay. Like I was like, I would be petrified of Lindsay. Lindsay. Like, so I get what Jules was going through and Jules also came in alone and she mm. didn't really have like another new person to confide in because her and Luke like didn't vibe that along. <laughs> yeah. It was like the most odd summer long fight, but like whatever. Um, so I definitely I did feel bad for her, but yeah, she's okay. Right. She cried a lot about not being kind of accepted by you guys. And I I mean the scene that comes to, to my mind is like Carl telling her to leave as he's like foaming at the mouth. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? He was so right. angry. Um, so I'm sure there's stuff we haven't seen right. as to why people disliked her. Some of the shit we that was talked about was like people thought the her and Jordan thing was really weird. Well, there's something about reality TV that I've learned in the past two years and more so this year. You can go on TV and you can like project any persona that you want people to think of you as, but there's something with the camera that you just can't lie to it. Like either way, it's going to, you could be the best actress in the world, but either way, it's going to pick up and be like, "Mm, she's lying. So I think people felt like the Jordan thing was just like not authentic. And like, did you really like him? And like, are you really upset that you're not to get like, so I just think it put like a bad taste in people's mouths. Mm. Um, But I, I mean, like, I just didn't give a shit. (laughs) You didn't care, but you were nice to her. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah there I would was- never want her to feel. I mean, she, because she actually is like a very sweet girl. Like she's yeah. just, you know, she's very nice. So and she was very nice to you. Like yeah, very nice to you. Yeah, I never felt like. She like did anything and I never felt like I didn't get along with her. Yeah. You know, it's just, I didn't really know her. Like I didn't know anyone she knew. I didn't, she moved from Chicago. Like we didn't have that much to talk about other than like we like Instagram and we like clothes. (laughs) I kind of feel bad for her now because like she really tried and like she I mean, it's her prerogative. I mean, she to hook up with whoever she wants to hook up with. I just hope that she didn't do that out of like, you right. know, trying it's to be also very hard to come on a TV show in general, but also to a group of friends that's kind of established. And we already had things that were pent up that we wanted to talk about. And regardless, at one of our dinners, it's so hard to get a word in anywhere. So if you're like talking and no one really cares about what you're even talking about, it's going to get dismissed. And it's going to be like, what's the Oh my God, didn't you say in your, when you guys did the roast, didn't you say like something like, were you even here to do, your roast was good. So everyone was like texting the night before and was like, my roasts are so mean, like all this stuff. And I was like, shoot, I have to rewrite mine then and like be super mean. (laughs) And then I got up and I was like the only mean one. I was like, (laughs) no, but it was good. It was really good. Um, I, well, I have to ask you, I know you probably can't tell, but, but you usually start filming in like a few weeks. We usually start the last week of June. Is there anything you can share with us as to like, what is going to happen? Well, if I knew I wouldn't be able to share, but genuinely I have no idea. We know nothing. How hard is it to do a quarantine house and, you know, check you all before? I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of like, legal obligation because we also have like cameramen you know where would they quarantine we have producers yeah so and we also like parties is a big thing for us and i'm like we wouldn't be able to have any parties i hate your parties i can't even watch them like they give me anxiety like through the i'm like no like it's like too many people it's too many costumes it's like it's i'd be okay without the party part can i tell you that i'm so over themes like I can't, I can How are you under themes is my question. <laughs> it is too, wow. I can't even, ex- I, can, I don't dress up on Halloween anymore. I'm it's like over not, Halloween. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. And certain people in our house live for them. I can't. I was going to say Americans, but like, I don't know. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk to you about, I know you love like celebrity stuff too, mm-hmm. right? Love. So we have to talk about some things. Are you D? Yeah. Okay, um, Khloe Kardashian's uh, yeah. picture this week. Jealous. No. Stop. Enough. That's it. We're done. What did you think about? Um, I put up a hilarious post, I think, and I was just like, I just wrote something funny. But then the internet started really like exaggerating, like. I was like, wait, does do people not know this is just like Photoshop? She didn't actually get facial reconstruction overnight. Like she's always does like really absurd face tune. So like, what did you think about it? So when I first saw the picture, I was like, oh, you went ham on like the face tune app. Like, good for you. And then part of me was like, for the past 10 to 15 years, all she's probably heard is like, you're the ugly sister. Right. You're the fat sister. Like, 
So even if she did get a whole new face, like who cares? Let her get a whole new face. People were probably so mean to her. But also if I felt like I wanted a whole new face, I would tell you in detail everything I did. Really? Those done. I Mm. got my lips done. You know, so I just feel like if she was a little bit more authentic about it. Yeah. Like, okay. Or all of them. Like, admit your asses are fake. Like, we're we're not even there yet. We're not even at the, like, admitting about the asses. So we're way far out about the face. But I just think this picture specifically, like, over the years, she's gotten work done. Duh. Right. And and I feel bad because she really did get called the fat sister and the ugly sister and the one that doesn't look like any of them. And um and I'm sure that took a toll. How skinny would she look without the ass is my question because... I would love to see all of them. I mean, I feel like Kendall is the only one that doesn't have a fake butt. Yeah, even though she might... I don't know. Even though I, there is something interesting with her hips. <laughs> there is something... She loves her torso. I, I've never seen a woman love her in love with her torso like Kendall. It is an obsession. I actually had to unfollow Kylie in this quarantine because I realized she was bad for me. (laughs) I I couldn't. I I, I felt like it was bringing out, like I can watch Kim and, you know, get amused by it and Mm -hmm. think it's funny or or whatever. And I also have a lot of respect for Kim because she is like an amazing businesswoman. But Kylie, I just have zero respect. She makes me angry. Yeah. I can totally see that. I can totally see that. What are your thoughts on like her being a self-made billionaire? Do you think that's that's one of the things you're not? And it's Chris's (laughs) company. Like, let's be fucking honest. Like she bought two. I mean, I can't. I just I I think I unfollowed the day she was with Stassi baby at her pool. And there were just too many like and they were doing like TikTok. Okay. Also, I've been watching their TikToks. And I'm like, how are you going to say that your bodies aren't made you can't even move they can't move like oh, i didn't their, watch their torsos i feel like like i feel like everything sucked in Stassi and like- baby got the kylie body like special so did ariel makeup by ariel did you see her male no she her makeup artist got her body and he's a male which like whatever everyone do what they want but it's just like so many people that are getting these bodies yeah. And these hips. And like, I've had a big ass my whole life. And like, I don't get really like why you would pay for it. I'm also interested at in what the their bodies will look like when they're like 80. Like, I'm so interested. to. It's going to be cray cray. Another thing I wanted to talk to you about, which I'm sure you've heard about now that you're also like semi podcasting is did you hear about the caller daddy stuff? crazy. There's so many intricate things about it. It's so interesting. Like, I don't know why I was like, is this quarantine me that's like bored and like captivated by this? Or is this like actually captivating? Because I don't know the pot. I never listened to the podcast because it's it's like how to take cum off your face or something. And that's not (laughs) really my style. But um, but people fucking love it. Mm -hmm. And there was this drama uh, the caller daddy drama. If you guys don't know it, um, uh, these two girls have this podcast called Daddy under Barstool. They're a huge, huge, huge company, and uh, they wanted to maybe leave, and then one of them wanted to leave, and then one of them is going to stay, and they don't like own their stuff. It's this whole drama. Look it up. Um, I watched. Did you watch the YouTube video by Alex? I watched some of it. 
uh, did you get to the end or no? I like skip. I skimmed through and then I got to the end where she said, see you on Wednesday. Did you get chills like a lame ass motherfucker like me? I was like, oh, are they the most <laughs> famous girls in the world? And then Barstool had the merch up like instantaneously. They're playing us fucking all. I got to the conclusion today. I went to my podcast uh, comes out Tuesday. So I went into the podcast app and I see like number one caller daddy. And I'm like, we're, we all have been duped. Chris Jenner works hard, but Barstool works harder. <laughs> That's, did you write, you need to, <laughs> you need to, co- did you put it up? I didn't. I just made it up right now. Uh, I'm going to like cre- not credit you in, in a minute. <laughs> um, so I, I, we're almost done. So the Giggly Squad, you mm-hmm. you and Hannah have a, a is it? Instagram live that we do every night. And we, the only nights we don't do them is if I get too drunk during the day. So I've canceled. you guys like hung out yet in quarantine? Like what, what's happening? She's actually very crazy about like her and her mom. Really? Like I feel like do not want anything mm. to do with people. So mm. we, I was like, I mean, we could hang out like in the backyard six feet apart. But then we were both <laughs> like, no. <laughs> That's not going to happen. So what do you talk about though on the Giggly Squad every night? So we actually, we've been laughing about it because we were like, when we do a podcast, we have to be like somewhat structured. It's honestly, we go rogue. Like I have each night prepared like some front page news stories. I have like three to five that like, if we have a lull in talking, we'll like talk about that. But we never finish an actual thought. Like we go off onto tangents and then we get so deep down a rabbit hole. And sometimes I'm like, how did we get here? Like we talk about celebrities, we talk about dating, we talk about friends. It's just, it could be a whole, it's just, we take the vibe of the live and we just go with it. The vibe of the live. Yeah. Listen, I'm D. I love it. I think that a lot of lives are annoying, but these, yeah. this isn't one of them. Thank you. That was our main concern. We were like, we don't want to be losers and annoying. We don't want to be Justin Bieber. Yeah. Well, we won't do it anymore. <laughs> The moment I'm like, I'm a fucking loser, <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> Paige, thank you so thank much for coming you. on. Oh my God, thank you for having me. This was so fun. So fun. So easy to talk to. You too. Thanks. I love your flower and your long hair. I don't thank know you. if everyone, her hair got long. <laughs> you guys follow Paige DeSorbo for, on Instagram. And are yeah. you Twitters? Are you on Twitter? I'm not like a huge Twitter person, but I have one. I just like browse. People are mean there. It's crazy that there's, it's such a different demographic from Instagram. Twitter, I'm like, oh my, oh my. Can I just ask you then one last question that I want to ask? Do you feel the love like 100% from Bravo fans and stuff? Do you ever get any like negative comments or, because you said you were scared to go on reality TV because of that. Yeah. Um, so this season, I definitely felt like half and half. There were still people that really liked me. And then there was half people that like despised my entire existence. Really? Yeah. And I would, I got a lot of, I get a lot of different comments than like Hannah will get or Amanda will get. Amanda gets a lot of mean ones about her relationship. Hannah gets like, you're just like, you're annoying. You're not funny. I get a lot of attack on, um, like that I think I'm too good or like you're not as pretty as you think and like things like criticizing my body or my face. So I get like a different type of hate. And during the season, it was the first time I'd ever really felt that over like 
I mean, when you have like 200 people at a time telling you that they hate you, it was definitely hard. But now I feel like I just, like, I don't care. Like I could do another season. I could get the same amount of hate. And I feel like I'd be, I'd feel way better about it. I'm shocked that you're saying that you get hate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we definitely all get a lot of different. Do you block? Oh, I'm a big blocker. Like block, I delete comments too. And people like call me out for it. But I feel like if you leave a mean, if like someone comments something mean and you leave it up, then the next person who comes who wants to comment something mean, they're like, oh, well, that person did it. So I feel more comfortable leaving it. Or like, I'd rather just have none of it. So so if someone DMs you something mean, you'll just block them or will you answer them and then block them? DMs, I don't look at as much. But when I do like come across them, no, I sometimes I've engaged. So where do you see the, where do you see the mean comments on like? Like under my pictures. Really? Yeah. Um, but it's kind of dissipated over Like since we're not airing anymore, I don't really get you know, because it's like people that actually like me have like stayed following me. Yeah. That's the fucking point, people. Right. You don't like someone, don't follow them. Right. Me with Kylie. Right. Just don't. Right. I love reality TV. I watch everything. Never once has it crossed my mind. Should I like go on like Lisa Vanderpump's Instagram and be like, I hate that outfit. Never has that crossed my mind to do that. No, these are crazy, crazy people. And reality TV, I remember like Vanderpump, I love. And, and even at like, I'm, first of all, I'm scared of Jackson. I don't want him to ever like block me. So I'll never like want him to see, but, but I can talk shit about Jax. I don't need to talk shit to Jax about Jax. Exactly. Go home and talk to your friend, like a normal person. Like a normal person, but we don't give attention to any haters, but I'm surprised because I feel like most people would love you. No, oh, well, thank you. They don't, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that your thin, uh, your thin got a little skinner. Your uh, uh, skin got a little thicker. Thank you. Um, and again, thank you. And I'll just talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye, babe. Thanks for the po- Thank you guys for listening to my Happy show. quarantine to everyone. Let's stick the shit out and make sure that we're doing our part in keeping ourselves, our loved ones, the and everyone uh, healthy. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag I love you. Please rate and review the podcast. If you don't, I will know and I will be really angry with you.